on the new Bay Hub podcast. Get, get, get the deep Bay Area vibe. Bay, 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 Bay Hub podcast. Let's go! Two Bay Area guys, Domingo and Neil. This is it. This is it. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Bay Hub Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Hella Good in house. Oh shit, I got my I got my, my turntable set up. Um I was just DJing earlier. Um just to get back into the groove. I haven't been DJing for a while, but uh anyway, um Welcome to the Bay Hub Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Hella Good, and I got my man. What's going on, people? I'm Neil. Man, I shouldn't have had that fish sandwich right before the podcast. Mm, feeling it now. Uh, cheers to you, Neil, man. Welcome oh, back. Yeah, yeah, um, cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, 2023, man. It was a rough one. So on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give 2023? Well, based on the past few years... I'd say 2023 was not as bad as 2022 and not as bad as 2021. So was it like a, since what I know what you was going through, would you call this a rebuilding? Yeah. So I had, I'm trying to bring up this picture, man, this uh, little meme that I saw. Oh, here it is. In 2021, it changed me. In 2022, it broke me. 2023 it opened my eyes in 2024 i'm coming back so which which pertains to exactly what the transitions i, I was going through mm. you know it was before covid what covid hit like 2021 something like that yeah i think so um let me let me ask siri siri when did covid start When did COVID start? 2019. Oh shit. But it yeah, maybe it was in China, for, right? It was in further back, yeah. Did it get did it come here? Like Yeah, when did it come here? I yeah. don't remember, man, but it felt like it was around that time. Gotcha. Um and then yeah, I moved. Like I went through some major changes, you know. This year you split moved? with Janet. Right. It was I, this year? Not nah. <laughs> this year. I'm talking about this year. 20, I'm just saying oh, in the I transition of 2021 to 2024, like those those major changes. I moved. Right. My kids moved. Right. COVID happened. Um, yeah, I was going through. I'm trying to figure myself out. You know, I was talking to this lady that didn't end up turning out. You know, turning out to who she really was. And so I had my eyes were awakened during that time. Is that the one who you, that you she said, said? You said she didn't turn out to be the one how it was. That's the one you found out she was a tranny, right? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Nicholas. <laughs> we call her Nikki. <laughs> it was like, my name used to be Tommy. You take, yeah. Get rid of the O and put an A there. That's uh, Tabitha. <laughs> but yeah, you, you did it. I mean, that's got to be a crazy situation especially at an older age like getting divorced like that's a that's gotta be crazy because you 
I'm just talking about pe- people, period, not just you. You get yeah. me? Like, you've been with the individual for many, many years. Yeah. I'd say 17, 18 years. Yeah, that's got to be marriage. crazy. Right? And now, this is the first time I'm actually preferencing it, you know, online because I kept it a... I kept right. it under wraps for a right, long right, time, right. and I think it's about time it was like we're starting to reveal the truth of what really happened, you know? Right, and that's got to be a, especially, I would say the first two weeks. No, I'm just saying like that person is not there anymore. You get me? Like that individual for 17 long years, mm-hmm. living together, living together, being around each other, yeah. kids together. Mm-hmm. That's getting your kids are not around. Yeah. That has got to be a mental it's a world change shocking that thing. you got to get used to. World shocking. I mean, it changed your whole world. So right? what was your thought process in the beginning? Was you like angry, heated, artist trying, emotion? What was your emotions process? I, man, they were all over the place. Gotcha. I mean, knowing, like, like when you said, we were talking about earlier about a relationship when it's over. Like, when do you know? Like you asked me something, mm-hmm. uh, something similar to that, and then uh, so the emotions I went through was, was all emotions. It was all it was like relief, you know, because I was putting a square peg in a in a in a square in a circle, mm-hmm. and so um, it was going against the grain. I was stubborn, didn't want to uh, you know change, didn't want to like accept the change. Right, right. Which is inevitable what was going to happen or something else would have happened to, to get me there. You know, I would have made some decisions and based on what had happened, like, yeah, like I, I would end up there anyways, but still grinding through the years, trying to make it work. And um, so th- I had that and just the heartache, you know, split between mom and dad, you know, that that feeling. My kids, right? explaining to them what is going on and like not it's not them right Mm -hmm. and that guilt like am i making the right move you know like i'm questioning myself like what okay now what you know 18 years later right okay now i'm like out in this open field of just possibilities now like okay what am i really trying to do Mm -hmm. you know what makes me happy um the heartache you know just leaving the kids and the whole moving process and yeah. And then being like, okay, this is ground zero. All right, here we go. Right. You know, one day at a time, really grinding it out. You know, like it was, it was pretty world changing. But a good thing you were still young. I see guys who go through divorce, the wife leave them and their wife will leave them. Mm-hmm. And they're like 62 and old. That's even harder because it's not like, you can jump you back gonna, into yeah, it. you can't go to no club, or you you can you. What you gonna go to a senior community? <laughs> you get me? Like that's a that's even harder. That's pretty brutal. That's even harder. Right yeah. now, you at your age, so you're young. So you I'm can, not too young, my friend. Are you forty nine? No, you forty. I'm almost fifty. Okay, you ain't past. You ain't fifty yet. So you're yeah, still there. I'm there, man. You're I'm still there. I'm up there. I'm up there. I seen you guard people on the basketball court younger than you. Yes, so you're good. I do have that capability. So you're good. I'm very fortunate that way. But I'm saying, like, you could still go out there. Yes. You, I mean? you could still go out there. I can't. But when you're older, like 60, 70, it's like, I, I feel like they're even more lost, even more in the maze 
a bigger maze. Yeah, because I mean, you're dealing, you've been dealt those kind of cards all those years, mm-hmm. playing the same game, playing the same game, and now you're old, older, way yeah. older, scared, right? You're everything you saved up for retirement, right? Gone. You got to re, yeah, figure out your finances. Now you are a greeter at Walmart. Hey, how y'all doing? This <laughs> right. some some shit. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. Like, that's hard, yo. Oh, absolutely. That's difficult. Absolutely. Like I said, you, it's a good thing it ain't happening when you like 82. You're like, oh, shit, what now? Yeah. You I get mean, me? Life is over around that time. Right. Right. And now you by yourself trying to figure stuff out and you're not realizing it's not going to go nowhere. Really. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I must say that uh, I've come out of the ashes, you know, risen like a phoenix mm. because, yeah, it was some brutal shit. I was really going through it and um, it was rough. I ain't going to lie. It was rough. But I must say I was blessed as well. I was protected because it could have went either other way. It could have could have been really bad. Right. I was blessed that Janet and I, my ex and I were cordial and they, we understood the bigger picture of being good parents to our kids and not being, I think based on our, our experience of our parents going through the divorce and we chose a different path, Mm. which was good, which was very healthy. I'm very fortunate that way. So I think you handled it well. I, I seen dudes and women going through it. Um, they went through the many signs of everything, and and a lot of people don't know how to handle it, and they attack everybody. They go through all those crazy emotions, and they bring other people in. Right, and you didn't do that. Nope, I you didn't. did not do that. I didn't. You were very private. I was able to. We would talk about it. It's like, let's talk about it. No, 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 no. You was being respectful. Yeah. For, you, you know, you asked Janet, but you handled it well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, it. it's something that a lot of people go through for sure. Mm-hmm. And I've heard some horror stories and I've heard some happy endings. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely fortunate that that state. And, um, you know, it really brought me down to like, self like okay i'm not depending on another person like it's it's all it's all on me right right i'm like trying to figure this out apart from just being a dad you know as a parent it's still it's still my ex and i like we're still involved in our our kids lives and we're, we're trying to trying to get them in the right environment for them to flourish that's for sure and that's good man you know what i, I never understood there's only one Lady, like, I don't talk to you. But all my exes, and I don't get it. I mean, if it's abusive, physical abuse, yeah, I get it. But it's crazy how people break up, and they don't want nothing to do with the person they broke up with. Yeah, sometimes or, it's a good thing. And well, that's what I'm saying, abusive and whatever. Yeah. But each chick, like, maybe we don't talk, but if I call them, we talking. Mm. We're, like, laughing. Yeah, you the get chemistry me? Is still there. Right, right, right. And yeah. because you, when you with somebody, like you, with Janet, you with your past ex. I don't know. 
how long you was dating other chicks or women back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. But a piece of you are with them because they got to know the mingo inside out, but you wouldn't tell some people. Yeah, you get me. Yeah, and when y'all break up, it's kind of like, ugh, I don't want nothing to do with. There's Domingo over there. It's my ex. Ugh, I want to go yeah, over there. Sometimes it's like that. There's a lot of times I'm like, why? Yeah, maybe y'all go separate ways for a little bit. You yeah. get me? Yeah. But when y'all run into each other, why is it awkward? Because sometimes it's best to not even be involved. <laughs> no, but you're not involved. So, Y'all just but, but having just a saying, casual. I'm cowl. just saying, like in relationships I've seen, like it's not healthy to have that person around anymore. You know, and this is not the case for sure. It's just that we are happier as being separate. But you and her have no choice. I mean, people, you're like, well, it is a choice. But those are the crazy, dumbass people. Ooh, put them first, their feelings first, and not the children first. And you two are putting the children first. Yeah. Which or, is a great thing and how it should be. Yes, that's how it should be. You know? I mean, it's, yeah, it's not always like that. And it's unfortunate that it's, we, that those people aren't mature enough to do that. Absolutely. But I mean, man, come on. Like, we had parents in our generation that were, they got married when they were 16, you know, 18, 12. Shoot, I'm my cousin, not my cousin, my auntie. My auntie got married to my uncle when she was like 13. You know Damn. what I mean? Just babies. She got right? a thumb in the mouth saying, I and do. Like they had kids, right? You know, and like that early of, you know, you're still developing. But and that they, was like that generation. Right. But did, are they still together? No, they. I mean, my uncle's passed away, but, I'm but saying, they separated like, a long time uh, ago. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it was the same thing. It's like uh, separation and not but, knowing each other. But and and that's, not, that was a regular thing back in the day, and people stayed together. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying all. Of course not all. But that's why you had Big Mama and, and Grandpa. They were together. And they you hated know? each other. But they still stayed together. And they hated each other. Who cares? A no. relationship. Of, to no. me. You know, who, you know who cares? Is the kids. And guess, guess who learns about that construction? Of that, that's healthy to be arguing all the time. I want to say they would hate it, but, it's, but that's the, what basically what I'm saying. All is the like, old people I knew they didn't hate each other. <laughs> it's the it's genera- just because they became like one with each other. I've heard relationships where they've been together for for 40, 40 plus years, and they're still finding out new things. I meant you. I thought I knew you, like what, those kind of things. And it's all I, about the generation you grew up in. I agree. Right, with that. you got the madman generation where it was all. The man was the king. He said, well, if I say stop, it's, this is the end of it, right? Abuse was around that time, too. And then you had the, the 70s babies and the, the 60s babies, right? And it was all about free, and, you know, peace, love. But there was still that understanding of each other. Either you did or you didn't. So basically, what I'm saying is the dynamic is not always the same. Like, based off my experience, Neil, I've been married for 18 years and I still didn't know my partner that well. You know what I mean? And that's saying a lot, dog. That's saying a lot. 18 years, 18 years, two kids, and I still we still didn't know each other well. All right, well. question. And that but let me finish. Let me put the yeah, yeah, go, I want to put business. the kibosh cuz I'm going to keep business. moving. Yeah, yeah. I want to keep moving. But I do cause, got a question. Cuz we did kind of derail. I want to, you know, I'm just trying to collect and 
the whole year, right? I'm trying to do that. I got you. I want to dive too much deep into it. Right. So, based on that, right, 18 years, it was was all about communication. All about communication. All about opening up your heart, opening, expressing yourself, being in a safe environment so you can express yourself. And getting to know each other through that space. I agree. And it's not always like that. That's what I'm saying. I agree. And based on my experience, right, I've been married 18 years, and that's a long time. That's as long as I've ever been. I've I've never been married. And this is my first and probably the end of when I'm going to be married. I still didn't know that person. And what does that say about me? That I didn't know myself and, and so I can open up to my partner so we can get to that that level. We never got to that level. So based on that, it, it's, it's pretty much the, the point I'm trying to prove is that it's not always the same. And every day you learn something new. And if it doesn't work out, then you move on. And I get you. And, and I'm going to say these two things. We move on. One, those people who've been married all those years, they know each other inside out. Like, let's go back to my dad and my mom's Jay. They knew when to stop it before whatever, right? Right. Aunt Reaper and Uncle Frank, they know each other inside out. She never came back. Mm. I get it. 47, whatever. But I got one question for you. You said you still didn't know her. You was finding out new stuff. Mm-hmm. Whose fault is that? As a couple, it's a couple, it's both. I mean, I can take responsibility for me, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a two way street. Like it has to come from both. I can only give you so much. I can't take what you're not giving me. So what what was it that prevented getting to know or find out more stuff? Because in the beginning. Communication. Yep. In the I know, I get you. But in the beginning, when people are brand new in a relationship, oh man, like the first three years, questions out the ass. You get mm-hmm. me? Yeah, to get to know, know right. that person. But when, yeah. what happened with that? Well, it all bases down to how much are you willing to share, mm-hmm. right? Are you feel comfortable to sharing your your true self? Or not your true self, but just the deep, deep right. things that you've been buried Right. Do you are you with somebody that is that is safe that you can open up and be really honest with that person? Right. Honest with yourself to even speak it and then honest with that person to even tell it. So I think that's based on that. Like uh, and that goes for all relationships. One year, six months, 50 years. It's the same thing. You feel comfortable being your true self. Can you be your true self with your partner? Then if you can, then you're opening up to all the possibilities of knowing that person in a deeper sense. So one more question. I know I said that. Before. Yep. And we move. Now it's two. Yeah, I know. Now it's two. They're going to be like 10. 10 more questions. This is, I know, my bad. But when did you realize, oh, shit, this relationship is in jeopardy? Oh, back to the question. Mm-hmm. Um, well... With, I'm gonna generalize all my relationships. I'm not gonna point and you know point to a specific relationship, but 
what I just said, Neil, is exactly what I just said. If you don't feel safe being your 100% self, mm -hmm. that's that's a clue. That's a clue. Right? If you're not able to be vulnerable, mm. raw, honest, that's a clue. That's one of the clues. Right? If there's insecurities within the relationship, like, hey, I'm going to go out with, I'm going to go hang out with Neil. We're going to go play basketball. Right? Another clue was saying, if the partner's like, what, you ain't, you're going to be, wait, who's Neil? Wait, what? I, I need his number. Why Why are you hanging out with Neil? You ain't going to hang out with me? Mm. Oh, you you probably going to hang out with some other chick, aren't you? Mm. Right? That Those kind of relations, those kind of conversations. Insecurities. Right? Those are insecurity things, right? Mm. And that's based on that partner, right? Based on who her history was or him and what her experience was and her insecurities within that relationship. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's all based down to communication. Gotcha. How comfortable are you with your partner? Right. No, I, I feel you. If you can. I feel you. Yeah, man. I've seen, so, I seen relationships that both sides, man and female, and they one's trying to say about whatever day they had, and the other one's trying to just chime in. It's like the other one doesn't want to hear the other individual chime in on trying to be helpful towards whatever that person is going through. Yeah. Why can't you just listen? Why? You know, and then that's, that's a one-sided. Mm-hmm. That's a, like, dictating ship. Yeah, you're taking control of the yeah. relationship. Yeah. Right? It's always about you, but it's like, no, it's, that person's really trying to help you figure shit out, whatever you're going through. Yeah. And I've seen it. You yeah. know, and it's, yeah. it's like, ooh, this is bottom of the ninth. This right. is coming to an end, baby. Breaking it down to the strikes and balls, mm -hmm. man. Like, okay, this is real. This is real. Yeah. And those are signals. Those are all like signals like, oh, okay, this is where we're at. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. There's some work that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Now, it's all about from that point, knowing you need to do some work within yourself and with your partner, what are you going to do with that? With that kind yeah. of information you got, all right, what are you going to do with it? And here's the crazy part, yo. It, Yeah, you got the formula of making it work, like what you just said, but it takes both of y'all to change that shit. Absolutely. Because yeah. you could be like, all right, let's make it work. But the other one is stubborn or not trying to go there. Or scared. Right. Could be scared. Mm. Of what the truth is, right? A lot of people don't into like to those right. closets, man. Not a lot of people want to go down there. And that's the crazy thing about people: a lot of people don't want to hear truth. Facts. We're in the world right now, in that sense, with Israel and Palestine, mm -hmm. like the truth, right? They're living in a whole different world where they're the righteous one, and we're gonna wipe out this other race, right? Fucking delusional, delusional, crazy. And so how do you, how do you reason with that? You how do you reason with somebody that's so stubborn with their own ways and my way is the highway. And it's like, I, you know, I don't care what everybody mm -hmm. else says. This is what it is. I don't care. This is my reality. Right. How do you work with that? You can't, you can't. It's like some dating someone with depression. Yes. And you, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're trying everything you can. Everything. And it does still doesn't. It's not enough. And that's bottom of the knife coming to an end. 
You're doing everything that other individual wants to stay in the cave and stay in the turtle shell. You get me? Yeah. You can't force somebody to do the work. Yeah, you can't, man. And so with that said, with that said, with that said, it takes a lot of self-awareness and, and self work, mm-hmm. right? Going through those dark shadows, like really. And so based on that, like my 2023 was pretty impactful because I went through a spiritual awakening and we talked about it in the yeah. podcast before, but, uh, spiritual awakening, meaning like just knowledge itself, like knowing what patterns I'm doing, knowing the energy somebody brings in, right. Somebody walks in or within my circle, I can, I'm more aware of the energy now. Mm. I'm more aware of my actions, mm. like what I'm saying, how I'm saying it my body language like I'm more aware of that now like um and also it's not about me all the time I gotta take a step back and be and and settle for what it is and let the cards fall let the cards fall where they may and then I can react not being so reactive so quickly as as well that's what I'm trying to say it's like if you say fuck you fuck you Mingo and then I'm like well all right (laughs) let me think about that like why do you say that all right that's my boy is he saying in a funny way is he saying in a fucked up way is he really serious like i really gotta weigh this out instead of reacting well fuck you you know like i really gotta be aware of my reaction and i gotta understand where the other person's coming from too much thought too much thought of like that somebody say fuck you right and you trying to figure it out sometimes too much thinking fucks it up you're mm. thinking too much. And like you said, just let the cars fall and just figure that shit out as it's going. Yeah. I think what what I'm saying is that... I get what you're saying. Like, instead of... Like, too much thought? Yes. Like, if you put too much thought without communicating, mm-hmm. you develop your own re- reality, mm-hmm. right? And so now yep. you're in this delusional state where, you know, you said something in a text... And two days later, and I'm like, man, fuck that dude. Yeah. Right? And never really got to the head of the situation. Yeah. Right? And that comes with the relationship between the, the people that you're talking to. Right. Like, for you and I, it's like, if you said that, I'd be like, uh, I'd, I'd give it a day, and then I'd call you, or like, hey, let's meet for lunch or something and talk about it. We really talk about it. Maybe it was something you were going through. Maybe, you know, some... And there was just a reaction of what you were going through. We're like, oh, okay, it wasn't about me. Or maybe it was about me. Maybe it's something I need to f- figure out for myself. Like, you said this, and like, the way you said it and how you said it, like, it made me angry. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe it's something. All right, shit, sorry. Like, let me figure that out. Now, I won't do that again. Understanding the situation in a larger sense, instead of taking it so personal all the time. Exactly. It's so important. Yeah, you're right. And that's the unique thing about individuals because we all think different and handle things differently. You get me? Yeah. So when the, on my end, I'm more like, you say, fuck you, Neil. I might, it matters how it's go, but I, it's it's gone. It's not even a thought, Domingo. I'm not, I'm not saying let's go to dinner or lunch and say, well, you know what, I didn't like, it's gone. But if it's something... I see a routine, a constant routine of disrespect, right? Mm, mm. We ain't eating. We're not pushing each other on the swing. And I, I'm, we're talking. Mm-hmm. 
we're going to communicate. Yeah. Like my my way is more in your face. Like where I, where I work, it was an individual who said something in front of my customers, right? I'm just giving you an example. And I did not like how he did it or how he said it. It's unprofessional. Boom. And I went in the back. Remember sometimes, like you were saying, too much thinking can be worse. Because now I'm thinking in the break room, I'm just getting more angry, right? Mm-hmm. So I saw him going, you know, in the, some office. And I'm always the person, if me and you going at it, I don't like talking about it in front of people. That's just not my style. We're going to sell it by ourselves. And I did it with him. Mm. You, you get me? And it was a little bit rageful, but he told me he respected that. I always confronted, and that's my style. Like me and you going at it, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the day, and like I feel like if if I can't get it out, I'm not talking behind your back in front of and with, with ten people about Domingo because that doesn't settle nothing. I would rather you get angry. What I'm saying, and I, maybe I might go overboard, and then we'll talk about the overboardness later, right? Mm-hmm. But at least we got it out. We conf- confronted it. Yeah. And I don't care if you go off the chain, right? Because that could that could be swept under the rug. But we we put it out there. We put it out there, and that's the way I am. I, I I'm not inviting nobody and let's go get a massage and get our toenails done and and talk about it. No. I want, I want, let's talk about it when either Domingo's ready to talk to me about it or if I'm ready to tell you. And I, it, it settles that shit. Mm-hmm. We're men, women are women, and they, yeah, and, and they handle that shit. Yep. And I feel like that made, when I, when we went at it, it made us stronger. And yes. because first we, boom, boom, bam. You know, I don't like how you say that. Nigga, fuck that shit. Let me finish what I didn't like by you coming at me and you'll come at me, tell me. Yeah, I and then the we situation and then days better. later we talked about how rough the words were. Right. We set our boundaries. Like, so we right, really had to set the boundaries. Right, right. But we at least got you was like, all right, I get you, I get you, Neil. You know, the date when we were arguing. Yeah. We that shit was fixed. Both directions. Mm-hmm. And then later on, we talked about how far we could go dude that to me is the best because that shows you how good of friends y'all are yes absolutely and not taking it so personal right at the bat out the bat and things can't be said without consciousness exactly right and so if y'all truly friends y'all work it out y'all gonna have that man or woman you know talk right like that that's what i'm talking about that kind of like raw honesty and respect for each other mm-hmm. right if i didn't respect you and you talking to me i'm like every word you coming out is shit right right i it don't matter like mm-hmm. it, it's it's a one-way street at that point but right. like you got to come to an, a balanced state or a, a, a comfortable space where you can be honest with each other exactly and not take it so personal do you remember when you was little like maybe before high school even high school you'll get in a fight with a dude right Either that's your partner, your best friend, or a friend, or some dude y'all know each other, but y'all ain't know, know each other like that. Y'all get in a fist fight. A lot of times, y'all end up becoming 
better friends. Yeah, you were, yeah, yeah. You had a couple of those people, right? You ended up being yeah. good friends with them. Right. Yeah, or you just don't talk to them ever again. <laughs> There's that, right? The line was drawn. It was like, oh, I'm good. Right. Right. You know what? When I, the first time, I really saw what a real dad does. Like, my dad's a great dude. Badass. But it, I remember being, when I first moved to Georgia, and it was a, a dude, he was soft, right? I thought he was soft. And I forgot why we were getting arguments. Mm-hmm. I'm just coming from Oakland, the motherfucking Georgia. Yeah, different you know, culture. Different, and it's a country, but me and him, him and I had words. And he was taller. He, he definitely got some good licks on me, right? And I'm thinking that he, he told his dad. So his pops comes in and talks to my mom, right? Mm. And my mom's like, no, then they shouldn't talk. And this is what you reminded me, and you don't talk at all. This dude said, you know what? You have a you have a room? And my mom's like, yeah, my room's there. He said, both of y'all go in that room. Both of you. And he closed the door. That dude made us, and they him and my mom went off. Wherever the hell. He made us talk it out. Like, sometimes when you don't talk it out a little bit. Y'all ain't got to be friends. But I feel like if you don't finish it and and just don't say nothing, then it's it's you ain't fixing nothing. That dude put in this in that room. Me and that dude were never friends, right? Yeah. But it made us talk that shit you out. Understand each other, you know. Yeah. We understand each other's point of view. Not every time you got that that opportunity too, because you're talking to strangers, right? You're talking to strangers. Like if you have an interaction with somebody, I mean, that's it's, it, 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 it's a yeah. You just gotta let that shit go. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it go. You're like, all right, there's nothing I can do about it. Right, like, right. It, it is what it is, right? But yeah, that's dope. I like that, man. Just like forcing you guys to really hash it out. I was, and it yeah. really, when you break it down, it's not that important. You know, the stuff I'm like, I, I was just angry. You know, mm-hmm. I just didn't like the way you smell. Right, like, you right. You know, some small ass shit. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, uh, it, it, it comes with experience. It does. Right? And listening to people that been through it is also important too but it's not but when you do get that kind of advice take it in a grain of salt because that's a different situation it is not that same situation Mm. right i'm speaking as like a a parent to my son Mm -hmm. or my daughter i've been through hella shit i've seen hella shit i've done hella shit but that doesn't mean that my plan or my experience is the holy grail on how he should, uh, how they live their lives. It's just advice. You know, if you want to come and get it great, if not, you're going to make your own path. Right. Right. And that's something I had to learn as well with my kids, you know, talking to them and knowing that my experience is my experience. I can, I can tell my experience, but it's not saying that don't do that, right? Don't, all right, I've been there, don't go there, mm-hmm. right? I can give that advice, but sometimes they got to go through it on their own or they they can take it or leave Facts. it, whatever, you know? It's like, take it, you know. But they going to remember that. They going to remember if you say, don't, make sure you, when you go across the street, look both ways, right? Yeah, right. And there's a move you need to do before making that decision. Exactly, and they cross that street not looking both ways, 
it hits him. Like, oh yeah, Pop said that shit. Yeah, right. And my arm is broke, but I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did and, say they, that. and so I think it's important. They, my mom used to not think I listened to her, but she always used to say, "You're looking at me with a blank face." I'm like, "What the fuck? You want me to look at you? Like, how the fuck? Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, should I have one eyebrow up and one eyebrow down? You know, blink, man. Blink, yeah. saying that you you understand what I'm saying. She she didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't whatever. You know, wow. but she was expecting something else. But I do at time, like you said, I didn't listen. But when shit happened, oh yeah, mom said yeah, that shit. Damn. All she, right. she said that. Uh, oh, damn. Uh, oh, duh. My dad. Hey, you. And and I may not got it then. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, that's what he met two years ago. Right. And guess what? That's. Going through failure, and are you going to do it again? Yeah. Like, all right, that happened. You know. Are you going to be in the same cycle and make the same fucked up decisions? Yeah. Or are you going to be a better person and be more aware? Exactly, because you remember what your parents said. Yeah. And you found out, like, oh, shit, that, they were right. Yeah. So are you going to be a dumbass to continue it? Or are you just going to learn from that mistake? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you're a good dad. You're a fucking very loving dude. That's what Love my kids, I man. definitely say that about your ass. You get there's me? Some, there's some beautiful kids. You get me? Like, how do I, you not? How do you not love my kids? They're beautiful. I hope everybody said it, but man, mm-hmm. I be reading about some shit on what parents like in the world does to their kids, and it was a woman who killed their her child, put him in a dumpster. Yeah, you get me? And when you read on that. And this is for the people listening, too. Like, you should be so fucking grateful on the parents you got. Yeah, they might have been, had some bad decisions bringing you up, and you got, you get mad about some certain stuff, but you wasn't in no motherfucking dumpster. Yeah. Breathing in them. You could have been. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I read stuff like that, I'm like, shit, I'm blessed to have my pops, Miss J, my mom, and the people. Who surrounded Frank, Uncle Frank, hey, yeah. woman, you get me? Like, man, I'm blessed because absolutely, you, you could be that person who has no one. Like I, I, when I when I hear people say, "Well, such and such doesn't even talk to his sibling," you know, I'm like, they ain't talking in twenty years. Twenty years, and when I hear that, it makes me think of my two brothers, mm. and. I'm blessed to have them because I can't picture myself doing that. Like me and my younger brother, we never had an argument. Never. Mm. My older brother, yeah, we we be having arguments, but it's on like sports. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm blessed that neither one of them are out to picture. Because I could have been that individual and talk to his sibling, and like you said, in 20 years. Yeah. Sometimes you have to. I mean, but I'm saying you have but to. Yeah, it's a blessing. But it's a, it's blessing, a blessing, yo. For sure. It's a blessing. I mean, I haven't talked to my uncle in 20 years. Yeah, you told truth. me that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't talked to him in 20 years. You know, we why, had a conversation. If you just, don't mind, why is that? He disrespected me. Nah. The, the way he talked to me, like, uh, yeah, he was just, he's a, he's a wounded soul. Like, he's been through some tough things, nah. and he's very stubborn, and he's hard-headed. 
And, you know, it was that generation. His way with a highway, gotcha. right? Gotcha. And he's, he just spoke to me in a very degrading way. And I talked to him about it. And he didn't like it. And I was like, this is what it is. You don't talk to me like that. You don't disrespect me like that. Right? And he, he was like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Hung up. And that was the last time I talked to him. But, I mean, ever since then, man, it's been a relief. Right? <laughs> Not having to deal with him. Right? He's running his own life. You know, he's, he's, got, son, he's got sons and daughters, my cousins. I still love him. From over here, I still love them, right. but you're not going to get me caught up in, you know, their toxic living, like with my uncle, you know, my uncle, my, my cousins are probably doing really well. I haven't talked to him in a while either, but you know, I had to draw that line. You had to draw that line for my own peace. I had to, you know, I would have been, I would have been the fool <laughs> doing the same thing, trying yeah. to accept trying to be accepted by his standards facts feel me you are, like based on his reality yeah. i'm living his reality and i'm gonna change my life to make you happy two thousand percent tricks tripping right you're like that abusive woman who gets beat up but always tells their friend no no it's some good in him right it's some good in him He's, and you just don't know it right you, you don't see the good in him that I see. Right, but come, but got two I'm, black eyes. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming to the party with two black eyes. Looking like a raccoon. Right? Making excuses. Right. Oh, I fell right. down the stairs or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, elephant hit me when we went to the zoo in 2023. Was well, It went fast. It went fast. What did you do in 2000? What, what big things did you have going on in 2023? And then what... What perception perception did you have that was changed in the year? All right, 2023. I want to know. Was the year for the first time in my life I realized I was old. Oh, your body. My body started breaking. This is the year your body was like, oof. Yeah, because my Achilles is messed up. Mm -hmm. My elbow... When I woke up one time, I couldn't even bend it. And that's sleeping. That's just from sleeping? <laughs> there was one time I couldn't even bend it. Ooh. And it, I think I had it for like a week. Um, lingering lingering uh, injuries. It, yeah. And it's from wrestling and all that stuff. And But it was weird because I had to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out like what to do to take the place of sports. If this Achilles doesn't, oh yeah, yeah, that's a reality, right? You and you know You're how like, I play, okay. like you know the passion when you see me playing basketball, right? Like, Wait, all out, I'm all out, and, that, and I put all my all into it, and yep. it makes me happy how I play. Yeah, me and you bang, and and we competitive, and and I play basketball, like dude, like when I any kind of sport, I used to play tennis, not for no school. You used to play tennis. Yeah, you're not like, but when I was in my late teens to my early 20s. Oh, shit. And if somebody want to play tennis, I'll play, right? Yeah. My serve wasn't that great. But mm -hmm. so I'm thinking about sports. Remember, I was telling you, I'm picking up weight because I'm like, well, my Achilles is hurting, so I can't run and get rid of this shit. My appetite has always been big. So it's like, damn, I got to figure this out. Got to so, burn some more calories. So bro. 20, 20, 23 was that. 
And I, I used, you know, with poker, it showed me like when I go to casinos, where I was at. Like I went to a lot, a lot of casinos this year. More yeah, than usual, mm, or just like. Well, this is the first time I didn't go with my my boys. You went solo. Well, yeah, yeah, with other people. You get me? Like they didn't play poker, but I played. You get me? Oh. Like they do their thing, and I go play poker by myself. Oh, okay. I did it the most this year. Mm. And what it was, it was like, all right, cool. I bought in with eighty, or I bought in with a hundred, and I was like, on a scale of one. I mean, if I played ten times, I'm just giving you a, a, a ratio. Like I'll walk out eight out of ten. Because I feed off Those of people. Those are pretty good odds. But I feed off of people. So that's why I like going with my boys. We have talk about poker, laugh. So by the time I go, I'm I'm already feeling good. You're relaxed. You're I'm chill. relaxed. You're ready. You're and in I'm, the mindset. I'm so when you go by yourself and you feed off people and they're not there, and the people you go with and you can't feed off them, it's kind of like, what the fuck do you do? How do you do it on your own? So I, I developed calling my boys. If are you are you was one of them, like I'll call your ass. I'm just seeing how you doing. Oh, oh shit. Oh no, Neil. That's what was up. Ain't no nothing, but nothing. Do, do, do. And we and we'll laugh or do something, right? Yeah. Neil, I gotta go because I'm boom boom boom. And I I call certain people who give me that good energy. Yeah. And then I sit down. So that oh, was another shit. in 2023. Ooh. And like 2023 like. was consistent. I didn't have no bad really sorrow times no deaths yeah it was a death um his grandfather um lolo he died and i liked him mm. i really liked him mm -hmm. um and um ellis the ellis died and another again right and i used to when i first started being around him i used to play poker with the old people mm-hmm Papa boy be like, hey, you want to come and play? And I, I would play every time when they have get-togethers, right? Yeah. So Ellis and Papa, I mean, Lolo passed away. And it was like, damn, they were good. But Lolo, dude, was 90-something. Damn. So when you're 90-something, dude, like when my grandmother died in 90 and she had family around her, to be honest with you, y'all, I wasn't that sad. Yeah, it, you we, lived a full life. You lived a full life, and you had your mom, right, fucking family right. around. Come on, man. Lolo had his daughter. She gave up everything in her life to stay with him. Wow, you get me? Sacrifice, sacrifice. And the sister stayed with the mom. They broke up. The Lolo and the mom, but the sisters did that, right? Like I was sad because me and was hella cool, and he was like, "Oh shit!" If he didn't have a good hand in poker, right? And I loved it. But you don't see too many old people just cussing, right? Yeah. I mean, it was great. And I used to walk them to the car when they leave. So that was, well, I was like, he lived a great life. He was a cop. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the dog died, Bruno. But. Seen some shit through history. So it wasn't a bad year. This was my, I got my hand out, people, and it was straight. It was straight. Yeah, steady, steady, Eddie. If it, maybe, I mean, you got a new job. That was a big deal. Yeah, but I mean, who don't have a new job? Who don't? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. 
Right, because you're staying at your job. <laughs> I've been here for six years. Exactly. Bro. But steady. It, it was steady, dude. Like, it was steady. Steady. Mm. And I, if I had a bad day, everybody got a bad day. Where's mm. that song? You got a bad day. You get me? Who cares? Mm. You just work on that bad day, and you got the next day to look forward to. Right. You make it a good day the next day. If I, I got in a car accident. Got in a car accident, but boom. Yeah. It was my fault, but boom. You handle it. My dad used to say this, or he still says it. Let's see what we could do about it. Okay. Okay. That's strong, yo. The possibility. Well, let me let me see what we on. could do. Let me yeah. let's see what we could do about it. Yeah. That means instead of it ain't co- over. It ain't over. Let's try to fix it and then move on. <laughs> I like that. You know what I'm saying? And he used to say that all the time. If if I got a ticket, if I got arrested or something. All right, let's see what we could do, and just you know, let's do something about it. Mm. Pretty much, let's fix it, see where it goes, and just move. Cool. And so that mentality has always stayed with me, yo. Nice. You get me. And so I know I'm talking a little bit too much with this, but twenty twenty three. Well, what are you what are you looking forward to? I mean, you said it's development. Pretty steady. It's pretty I'm, steady. Yeah. What are the What are the new things you got going I on? I am looking twenty twenty four. For development of something I don't know shit about and learn. I'm always learning about stuff. I love learning. That's why I love history mm. and, and other things, right? Mm-hmm. And and to make sure my daughter, Brianna Maddox, um, making sure she's cool. Your daughter's name is Brianna? Yeah. Shit, why the hell did I miss that? Yeah. That's my, that's my sister's name. Oh, no way. Yeah. She passed away. Actually, I put her. Oh, she's. I put it up there. But, uh, yeah. So. Um, wow. My thing is making sure she's all right. What's her full name? Brianna Maddox. Brianna. Brianna Maddox. Brianna. Yeah. I got an echo. Mm-hmm. I noticed that too. What the hell? When Let's scre- fix that. When I just screamed her name. I, I know. I noticed that too. I was like, "What? No." Oh, but okay. I make sure she's okay, and I want to just develop. Yeah, I'm always. Thinking about the next step. Mm-hmm. You get me? And yeah. Always playing human chest. Facts, brother. Facts. And, and that's my. So, what about you? I did hella shit uh, this year. Um, I took some trips, man. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, Hawaii. I went to Oahu. I went to Canada. Um, ate some delicious food at a lot of restaurants went to some concerts went to go see Ali Wong uh Yusef Days um I I went to go see uh, a financial advisor so really get my finances down and really start uh budgeting and looking at the numbers I've never really looked at the numbers before no never budgeted you know was always in my head and so that was a big deal um shout out to Marnell um, was creating, man, just creating memories with the kids. Um, we did some stuff, you know, we were always on the go, trying new things, exploring new things. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids got to see me DJ. That was really cool. That was cool. For the high row mural. That was that, um, yeah, the mural thing. The high row mural. And that was dope, dude. That was like amazing. That was absolutely amazing. Um, paintballing and. Yeah, took him to the hip hop, San Francisco hip hop dance festival. That's tight. Um, yeah, and the kids, uh, 
Keelan was in football uh, for the second year, and then Aria was, uh, she took swimming classes, so she was learning how to swim, and yeah, my son's in soccer now, uh, and so, uh, yeah, 9 and 15, dude, that was 2023, 9 and 15, and now they're going to be 16 and 10, holy shit, coming up, so a lot of shit, dude, I mean, uh, I took ayahuasca on a spiritual journey. Shouts out to the the homie um, Naya Kai, uh, Naya Kaya, and yeah, just living life, dude. Living life uh, with the with the new lady, um, and we're just we're we're living. Man, I'm living my best life, man. It's it's amazing. She's over cool. Uh, good, good communicator. Amazing, and um, just just a beautiful person, you know, just inside and out. A really genuine, beautiful. She's a she's a special lady for no, sure. I dare, I dare yeah, for real, powerful, man. fierce, um, independent, and uh, just very loving. You right, know? right, yeah. I I I, I saw her like she's very um. What do you call it? Like um. What do you call it? Like embraceive. Embraceive. Okay. For real. like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, she's well, that's the first thing Welcome when I saw her. Welcoming when I first saw her, second time I met her. Yeah, first time you're gonna always be cool, like, hey, yeah, it's like brief, and but the second one was like, oh, shit, she's gonna look cool, nice. And you know what, man, that's the thing about life, and once again, about like relationships or people you know, friends, or whatever, like, is that person doesn't make you happy like your uncle like and make you feel a certain way and, and what's it Patrice O'Neill said this if you do leave that person your uncle your friend or your partner that you're dating you should think about if I do not fuck with this person at all what is it about that I'm going to miss mm. damn Patrice O'Neill said that wow and it really breaks down of like if that person's really worth the work or not. Yeah. Wow. That's you, know, a good one. you know, and that's deep. Like that's deep. And that's with everybody you come in contact with. Yeah. And when you said that about your uncle, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Because you just you you just you're building it's a brick wall in front of you and you're not even moving the bricks one by one at all. It just it's the wall's just there. Yeah. And you did the best thing you you did for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You get me? I took control of what I can control. It sucks because you're like, damn, that's blood. Yep, that's, that's my uncle. And he me, raised me. He was part of raising me. Connection to whatever side of the family he was on. Yeah. But you did the, the best thing, y'all. Absolutely. I have no regrets of it either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen, I had partners I used to ignore that I saw, like, I should eject, jump out the plane with the mm, parachute. Mm. But I used to ignore it, right? Mm. This is my twenty. And guess what? It cost it, it cost a dear. I should have took those signs and jumped. But now, mm. when I was in my thirties, I'm like, uh, I don't like that. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. You're I'm out. definitely showing some. You could stab a person in the back with a Jason or Michael Myers knife. You get me? I hear you. And when you ignore those things, those signs, you can't blame that individual you got to blame yourself 
But you saw the signs. Yeah, and you kept riding with it. And you kept riding with that right. shit. I mean, uh, so shot, advice to everybody that's listening, right, in terms of like going to the next level, understanding that you are going to tolerate the same kind of reactions or the same, the same path. You can be in a wheel if you want to be, right? doing the same thing and getting the same results or you step out of it, right? You take the risk and you go out, you know, in you, you step into the, 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 the stance of fear and really do something new to break the chain. Um, or, you know, you, you just go back to the same old, you know, it's just the same old thing. You know, <laughs> what was that commercial? I mean, that commercial, that cartoon where it was the dog and the coyote. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? He was like, all right, what's up, Fred? <laughs> what's up, Bob? Right. And they can clock in, right? It's the same thing. I'll see you tomorrow. It's the same old thing. They beating each other up. Right. At work. Yeah. And then and when like, they clock out, he's like, all right. Yeah, we're human. All right, well, I'm going to go and just do what I got to do on my work, but I'm going to come back and do the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Either doing that or you really break out of the fear and, and really go for things that you love to do, things that you are ha that makes you happy, uh -huh. things that are healthy for you, you know, people, places, things, food, you know, activities. Like it's, it's important. It's so important. That's why I think I'm kind of dialing in of things that really make me happy. That's music, community, being part of a team, mm -hmm. uh, having work that I'm really proud of doing. Mm -hmm. I see the results, right? Uh, hanging out with folks that are respectful, loving, funny, smart, you know, quick-witted. People that are not attached, like, uh, like uh, energy at uh, attachers, you know, like attaching to energy. Like, oh, I want to hang out with you all the time, you know, but like, uh, what do you call them? Like, uh, Energy vampires. Have you ever heard of that before? I heard Energy of it. Vampires, I haven't heard that in a long time. Right? Somebody that's just like loves to be around you, mm. but doesn't provide anything for you other than just your energy. Right? Mm. You're like, I need to hang out with this dude because he brings me energy because I am not able to produce my own good energy within myself. So what is the bad part about that? I'm just asking. It drains you. Right. I'm hanging out with this person and all he all he is or she is, is absorbing my energy mm. and not bring anything to the table. Right. You. you know what I mean? And now if I leave that that person, you know, like, hey, all right, I'm going to take you out later. And I feel drained. I feel drained because I was providing all the energy for that uh, conversation. Right. Right. Like, right. Right. Those type of people. You, and they're they're right. all over. Like, you know. Friends, family, you know, strangers, you, you got to be aware of that, like being aware and knowing what you want to build for your own circle. Like, what, what do you want to build for your own world? Mm. You know, what can you tolerate you know, that's good for me? Is this good for me or is this not good for me? Right. Am I going to take this shot of tequila and I'm going to feel it later? Or do I take the precautions? Oh, yeah, I'll take a shot of tequila, but I'll be drinking water. And I'll be taking care of myself, so right, I, won't, right. I won't find the repercussions later. Or I'll just suffer. I'm like, fuck it. All right, we're, we're just partying. We're kicking it. All right, I know what's coming tomorrow. 
and I'll make sure I'm just going to be on my water the next day and and taking care of myself. So things like that are really important for me, for my own peace. You know, like this whole thing with Palestine, it's, it's heavy as fuck, right? It's unfair as fuck. It's crazy. It's horror. It's real life hell that is going on right now. And I can only take so much, right? I have my own life. It's happening over there. There's signs of racial topics that we've dealt with, you and I, in our lifetime, in our parents' lifetime with slavery and racial racial differences and whatnot. That's the same shit that's happened over there. Yeah, it's crazy. When, like, Ukraine and Russia and this. Right, and the and, whole Ukraine thing, and too. And you know the crazy part is, when uh, we're chilling, drinking... But these motherfuckers are going getting bombed. Straight up. You get every me like day. every day. Like, cheers, happy new year. But over there, and it was when war, yo, it's like every it's day really on a whole different You're crazy. On a heightened, heightened sense, man. Your your next day might not be the it might right. be your last. Right. It might be your last day. Which is pretty brutal. It is, man. Because it's not just that the war takes Civilians with it, yeah. The de- casualties, casualties, yo. Kids, right? You know what I'm saying? Women, women. You get me? Like it takes casualties, families, because y'all arguing over whatever. You, you, it, crazy. You got religion, or the dictators? Like, no, I need that shit. You get me? Like, yeah, I need their resources, and the ones who suffer is the little people. Absolutely, the the common folk. Yeah, and and I try not to like you know go about sides mm. unless it's a dictator like we know you get me but it's at the end of the day it's the civilians who are suffering absolutely you get me like both sides yeah both for the, sides. Co- for the cost of business yeah the cost of bigger money. game bigger yeah. money bigger money it's bigger than you know we're gonna base on this religion so I can make this money and you know we're gonna be balling I don't care who I kill right I'm just going to do yeah, what I yeah. have to do. Wait, I'm trying there to get that. that movie uh, that I just saw. That you, did you ever see that Martin Scorsese movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? No, about the Indians and all that. I, yeah. I ain't see it yet. Oh, my God. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. It's kind of eerie how it's what they did to the Native Americans. is pretty much the same shit they're doing right. to the, the Palestinians right now. It's crazy. But it's like, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a cancer. Like the, the people that come in here with greed... And, and business savvy and trying to like take over a land which is it, and the things they do to do it you know it's so dark it's Dude, shady it's evil we're like I, I mean I, I'm not no predictor I don't do predictions right I, or, and, and I keep up with that I read a little bit about it but yeah, I feel like we're like thin ice on like a World War 3 mm-hmm. a civil war what we call it um we call it like China wants Taiwan. You get me? Mm-hmm. In in all these countries, like we're, on, I feel like we're like almost there. We're at the and brink. It, and this is the crazy part about it. We got more weapons that are more powerful than ever. It destroy the whole the whole earth. Yeah, we have that capability. Yeah, and and, and why? you don't want that. Why? Yeah, why? Why? Why give somebody that much power? 
Yeah, and and you know they were saying like, I don't know what I, I forgot what I read, but it was like China is going to be the lead in twenty fifty or some shit like that. They're going to be the most powerful. And it, I can it's just see that I can see that. Yeah, I can see, but it's just, dude, it, it's it's scary, especially like I said with the weapons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The weapons are getting stronger and stronger. Ain't no. You like in the um Civil War, you rip the paper off and you put it in the gun and you get the load and shovel the the musket. You know, you you shovel the um gunpowder. Gunpowder. You know, no, nah, those days this ain't seventeen the knights with swords. No, this is this is war games on a on a AI drone level. I think this shit go boom boom. Yeah. Press a press a button and it's boom. Done. Yeah. Hit that red button. Yeah. It's, it's a wrap. It's a done deed. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. No, it, it is. is it is. And but... we're still dealing with it. It's so crazy to me. We're in 2023 into 2024. Technology up the wazoo right now. And like, we're still dealing with racial tension. Even here in this fucking country. I, Africa. Yeah. All over the world. Still doing the same bullshit. Racial tension. Religion. Religion tension. Right. My word is your is, is is the law, and you know religion, man. A lot of it, if you really, really read on that shit, a lot of it's just spinoffs, right, of the same story, of the same story, but a little bit changed. Mm-hmm. All right, Jesus for this religion right. is the son of God, right? But in this religion, he he's was a prophet. Called, yeah, he's prophet. Is called something else. You you get me? Like it's all a majority of it is a spinoff. Yeah, you get me? And it's, it's a crazy. It's, a it's telephone. It's telephone, right? I tell you a message, and then you receive it in a different way, and you share it to someone, and it's a totally different story. Totally different story. You know, like, I grew up in church, like, heavily, right? Heavily. Catholic or Christian? Pentecostal. Mm. You know, they speak tongues and all that shit, right? Spiritual. And, but I find them, and it's not a knock, more um, judgmental. Of a religion? Of religion and people, mm. and they, you know, if people hear this, they, I probably, you know, be attacked on it. But <laughs> I grew up in that shit. Yeah. Right. And and I, I, when I moved to Maryland, I worked in Walmart pharmacy. I didn't, you know, I, somehow I got in it. I wasn't supposed to, but I was in. I was a, like, I'm not saying the tech, but I we used to count the pills, and. Have the do sign off. The head pharmacist. Okay. Okay. They just you're, put me in there. You were in the mix. And now you need a um a degree for it, right? But I was in there, counting the pills, doing whatever in the computer. That's good money. But <laughs> I, I I got to know. I didn't know no black people, no white people. I knew maybe one chip, my dude chip. And but chip. Um. Old school. I I got to know um Middle Eastern people. Mm-hmm. And I used to kick it with them for like two years, right? And I used to go to the mosque to play basketball. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. And um, the mosque, damn. And the the thing I, I have to, and and, and I, I used to know a guy in a phone place. He had his own phone place, like you could pay your phone bill or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and I'm saying this about the Middle Easterns, like when I went to the mosque, they never really preached to me about their belief. Really, they weren't pushing. They didn't push. Like, Interesting. I seen like Pentecost. They push, and 
But they never, we would talk about, they'd have a conversation with you, Demille, and they'd have a convo. And maybe they, they their religion, every once in a while. Once in a while, right? But they never really, like, are you a sinner? Are right, you this? Right, right. They you just like, hey, brother, how you doing? Yeah. And I, and I got to know the old people at the mosque. And then the phone guy, he, him and I would, like, just talk. Right, and he was he was the first one to tell me because I think Bush was in there, and he was like, "Watch, other countries are gonna take their money out of America," and I'm just like, I didn't really understand it, right? Yeah, it's and beyond like, you, right? I was, and he explained it, but I, it didn't hit home. Mm. And come to find out, he's right. Everybody got their own. A lot of countries got their own Vegas. You know, like a lot of countries got their own stuff now. Right, right. And, but he, him and I would just talk. He'd bring up his religion a little bit, but he'd get to a point. Mm-hmm. And, and and I feel like if people could just have an understanding, hey, Domingo, your religion, whatever the hell you believe in, if you don't believe, you shouldn't this the other one and just listen. We'll get so far just listening to motherfuckers on their side of beliefs, right? On a side of culture, yeah. And I feel like. If you don't be all like more defensive, if you're not open to it, and it's, you're not you going to grow. You're, you're not, not going to grow. grow, and that's why you're not gonna all this shit happens. Humanity. You're not going to understand somebody else's culture, and it's not respect, right? You, you know, lose, and, yeah, you lose the respect of that person, right? And that's sad. It's really sad. That's sad. Yeah, and you're not learning. I learned a lot from some of those Muslim Muslim people. Mm. I learned a lot. You get me? And they knew I wasn't Muslim. I learned a lot from other religions. Like, I asked this lady, she's whatever, and I forgot the name of the religion. And she was telling about her God. And I I wrote it down, and this was recently, right? Mm. And it was fascinating. I said, can you write that down? And she was surprised. Because I want to learn about that stuff. Yeah. Learning, I mean, having a bit a wide perspective yeah, of like but, different cultures, different exactly, different religions, different point of views, different point right? of views. I mean, I, that comes with traveling as well. Like we we, we circle back to every time, we circle back. Like when you travel, you're in somebody else's land, right? You're mm-hmm. in somebody else's culture. You understand the history. You're like there's history based on that land that mm-hmm. you're in. To learn about that stuff. You understand how their views, how they live their lives. And like it might align with your beliefs or might not. It might not. Right. End up in a Cambodian or no a cannibalism culture. And you're like, whoosh, shit, I better get out of here real quick. Right, right. You know, I got my this dad bod and I'm looking pretty thick <laughs> right now. Yeah. Right. But I mean, you would understand. You're like, okay, this is how they live, and this is the reason why. Like, you understand, like, meat is scarce or something, or like, this is how we honor our ancestors, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, my grandpa's turning eighty, and we're about to turn into a steak or a freaking barbecue. We're about to have a barbecue over grandpa. Damn, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who knows, right? Who knows? But understand, having a wide open perspective, or just an understanding, like, okay. I'm I'm in a, I'm out of my element here mm-hmm. and I'm just learning, right? I'm learning. I'm not trying to get converted, but you I'm just me. learning how these people live. Yeah, you like, hey Neil, I think they really like me. 
they keep putting apples in my mouth. Right. Like, they no, nigga, they really trying to, they, they, they got a plan for your ass. They call it the Neil seasoning. Neil seasoning. <laughs> you probably want to spit that apple out. Right. <laughs> Don't do it again. Start eating some of this Jack in the Box and yeah. Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. They keep feeding me. They keep, like, they must really like me. I'm like, mm. Mm. Here's a question. Where is Jonathan? <laughs> you know, his right. fat ass. Where is right. he at? Yeah. Right. Everybody's happy. Uh, yeah. They were happy Jonathan came through, but he never came he back. He never came back. And they kept feeding him apples. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that commercial uh not commercial com- cartoon fucking uh bugs bunny mm-hmm. was it bugs bunny or was know. it elmer fudd it was elmer fudd trying to prep prep the stew for bugs bunny right and they would go into the stew and he's like oh it's all nice and nice. they throwing carrots he's throwing the carrots in there he's on the celery that. he's chopping up onions He's getting ready. He's like, oh, this is nice. He starts bat- bathing himself and chilling. I remember that. That shit, yeah, and that's how that shit is. Prepping you. Yeah, it was a dude, it was some white dude from like back in the day, back in the day in the 1800s. And I, I read on him briefly. I mm. stumbled upon him. And he kicked it with cannibals, right? Mm. And he would, I don't know the tribe, I doubt it's the tribe, because why would they be cool with him? But he would get them to kill other people and eat them and he would just be watching. Get them to kill other people. And watch them eat. Wow. Yeah, I came across it once and I was just like, damn. That's a movie? No, it's real life. Yeah, he was like a... This is a documentary? No, I just read that shit. I forgot how I came across it. Like I told you, I be you know, I I come across shit, yo, and I just start reading about it. It's a, I, it was warriors. I'll be reading about warriors. I just, yeah. Like, I just Google something. Yeah. And I just say, like, learn about it. If, if I'm bored, I say the best DJs are where the DJs originate. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll read it. And then mm. if you go down, you'll stumble upon whatever DJ did something crazy. Mm. And I'll read it. Okay. And that dude, I read it. And, he was a, um, I think he was American or a British dude, mm. and he just like chilled with them, and they were cool with him. Okay. But he did some savage shit. Okay. He would do stuff to them, but like here, here's a person, and and he was just fascinated. He would do evil things to them, but he had bring people, and he he had let them like do some savageness. Okay, okay, sounds like a good horror movie. No, yeah, it does, but it's it's crazy. But we were talking about cannibals, and it made me think about that bullshit. <laughs> Faces of death. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that shit. <laughs> Craziness. Well, shit, man. Happy fucking New Year. This is our third year, bro. Third year of the Bay Hub Podcast. We've been doing this. Uh, what episode are we on? Damn. Let me see. What episode? The last episode we did was. Happy birthday, Domingo. Uh, we're on episode 70, Damn. Neil. Episode 70. And we started in hotels. We started on, outside. On, at the park. At a park. On an iPhone. On a, Yeah. On an iPhone. That was your genius idea. Because I was like, I don't know. Yeah, we're just How gonna, are we going to do it? We're going to make it work. <laughs> I got a tape deck. <laughs> and a tape. <laughs> How are we going to convert it? Yeah. I have no I idea. I have no idea. <laughs> 
man, that's a it's a privilege, man, to be doing this this long. Um and something that we we definitely should do, you and I, Neil, is like dialing it. I'm gonna be if you're not able to make it, I'm still gonna do something. Yeah, you should right? and vice versa if you need to, right? The show must go on. Yeah, the show must go on. Um something I'm definitely gonna be attuned to, just like being more consistent with the posts and whatnot. And um and providing more content, man. Having more guests come through. We have still have a whole lot of people to to cover. Um, but we had some really good guests uh this last year. It's been amazing. And um I wanna thank everybody for listening. Like really. I mean, this is just Neil and I just hanging out, talking shit, kicking it, talking about real issues, ex- exploring talking you know being comedic and funny and goofing around goofing off and and being serious at the same time but still we would like to thank everybody that listened to us and uh shouts out to our sponsors as well hot mez and uh book 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 for real like uh shouts out to fred and um we're gonna dial in a little bit better with our commercials i think fred and i and Neil are going to start writing the commercials so we can just implement them within the the the, the episode. So, yeah. I mean, Dude. thank you so much. Yeah. Neil, you have anything you want to say to the people? I mean, three years, man. We've, we've been at it. You know what, man? I, I will have to say this. I, mean, I heard people say this, and you still just, I would hear it, and it just go over your head, right? Like, whatever. Because I'm not part of whatever they're talking about. But, the three years we've been doing it, dude, it has been a growing experience with us. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I heard people always say that. I'm like, oh, whatever, I'm not part of that on television when they say it or whatever. But between us, it has been a growing experience and, you know, more to the future. But the people listening who enjoying it, thank you. People, have, y'all, y'all ain't got to agree with us 100%. Nope. Because I ain't always right. Nope. D me, is me too. right 99%, but that 1% ain't going to be you going to be wrong. <laughs> I can be wrong too, man. I'm not right. <laughs> you get me, time. man? Like but whatever, but we just at least <laughs> it's our side of what we think. And I want to say thank you. Thank you. Yep, absolutely, man. So please have a good safe uh new year. Today is New Year's Eve. Happy New Year. Happy freaking New Year, 2024. It's that time to fucking rise, rise above it all and cash in your chips because it's it's cash money this year. I feel it. It's 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 gonna happen. Things are happening, and we're just gonna be keep pushing forward. And we're gonna still provide this service to you as much as we can. Keep pushing, people. Bad yeah. day, fuck it. Facts. So thank you very much. Peace, love, for your Palestine. Cease fire. Peace. Get the deep area back.